Crude oil is crude. Natural gas is pure. That's why Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas, not crude. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's our last show before Christmas. And here's your gift, America. Oh, I'm boy. back, baby. Oh, with sunglasses. I thought this was a Christmas special show. Where's the U-Log? And where's, right where's the Rockettes? The Rockettes? Not the Houston Rockettes. That's, that's a New the York, Radio City Music Hall Rockettes. Not for the rest of us. <laughs> I hate to break that to you. Welcome to PTI. Cornhazer couldn't be bothered to show up for the last show of the year. So picking up the slack is our great friend from The Athletic, Mr. Frank Isola. Thank you. Wow. Christmas crowd. Jesus. <laughs> too, too much swag. We begin with a heavyweight NBA matchup in Milwaukee last night with a reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and the Bucks held off the Lakers. Anthony Davis had 36 and LeBron had a triple-double, but they still couldn't negate the impact of the Greek freak, whose 34 points included five for eight three-point shooting. The 11 rebounds and seven assists, they're fine, but the freak's outside shooting is what has to scare the NBA. Frank, you want to make the case that the Bucks are the number one team in the NBA right now? Well, they are because they didn't have Eric Bledsoe last night. Give Anthony Davis a lot of credit for playing because he had the ankle injury they announced. The previous the night, yeah. Play. You know, the thing about Giannis, you know, in the playoffs last year, did not play well, did not shoot the ball well from the three-point line and from the free-throw line. And then last night, the five three-pointers is big. There was one play in that game when he was coming down, and Anthony Davis backed off, giving yeah, him that did. shot. Yeah. Because that's how Toronto that's report. Defend, exactly. Let him come into the paint. Everybody swarm him. He pulled up and knocked down that three. He's the kind of guy, Mike, and you know this. Michael Jordan was like this. Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant. Every offseason, they go home and they get better. Yeah, that's, that's what Giannis did. Frank, look, we were sitting courtside for that stuff last year. And what was evident was that you had to play him the way Anthony Davis did on yes. the possession in question. Back off. Wait for help, right. wall him off, and say, take it, go ahead. And he wouldn't because he's so unselfish. He was looking a willing passer, but that wasn't good enough. And so now I don't think he even has to shoot it from three. I mean, I think he has to shoot it from 18 to 20. He's out at 29 feet. It's unbelievable the range that he's put on that shot. And you talk about offseason, that's what he did. That's what he had to do. Yep. And I also think for him, last year in the playoffs, a big issue, he shot 64% from the free throw line. Yep. Right now he's at 60. That's the part of his game he's because gotta he's going to get fouled. Get so if you're going to go into the paint, you're going to get offensive rebounds, you got to get that number up. That's what holds him back. That's why come playoff time, we know that we can trust LeBron. We know that we can trust Kawhi Leonard. The Eastern Conference is a little bit different. For me to trust Giannis, he's going to have to get a little bit With better from the free throw line. Mind, and we have the same question. You still want to put Milwaukee number one? Is that just well, a, a well, matter of right now well, because they beat the Lakers? Well, who's the guy in the Eastern Conference? Is it Jimmy Butler hasn't been to a final? The Sixers no. haven't. Nobody on Boston has. No. Well, neither has Giannis. Well, exactly. But that's <laughs> so why that's why it's his time right now. Okay. It, it does. It looks like it. We keep it trying really to does. find holes. Maybe we can't find any. All right. The other L.A. team didn't fare any better last night as the Clippers lost at home to the Houston Rockets. The Clippers blew a 15-point halftime lead. They're outscored. How about this, Mike? 68-48 in the second half as Russell Westbrook scored 40 points and watched his old nemesis, Patrick Beverly, foul out and then get thrown out of the game. That's now two wins in three games for the Rockets against the Clippers. So Michael has Houston laid to rest all the concerns about the Westbrook-James Harden 
pairing. Well, I don't have any concerns, and I don't even see why anybody would have any concerns about the two of them personally. They were going to try this. Can they, they win? Can they get to the a conference final? And be That's the concern, the style of play. How often is Houston going to be prepared to play the way they did last night? And they got to do it in, 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 in April, May, June. I mean, let's face it. That's what we're talking about here. Yep. Not whether they can do it on some random Thursday night, even against but the Clippers. But they have beat the Clippers twice. Okay, but it's not just about the Clippers. And if you ask me, am I going to rank them ahead of the Clippers and the Lakers at this point? The answer is going to be no, and I'm not sure Denver either, probably not. Frank. Harden off the ball last night allows Westbrook to yes. do his thing and get to the basket. And when Westbrook goes, ignores the, the numbers, all right, the, 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 and, and gets himself into his mid-range game and gets to the basket, that's when he's at his personal best. But are the Rockets going to do that routinely? Are they going to do it consistently when they play against teams that have defenders who can take those two guys on. But I also think it's more about Russell Westbrook knowing that it's about James Harden carrying them offensively. Westbrook this year has, you know, five triple-doubles, which for him is not that many. By the way, they've won all five of those games. But already this month, Harden had a game where he took 11 shots. They won the game. Yeah. The last two games, here's a guy averaging 38 points per game. The last two games... 28 points, 28 points, and they won both games. He can't be afraid to be a decoy. He can't be afraid to let involve the others. And we know he's he's a a much more willing passer than he was five years ago. So use those guys. The Houston Rockets have to beat the Clippers or Lakers or Nuggets, not James Harden scoring 54. That ain't going to work in the spring. But say this about James Harden, and I always defend him because at least he goes out there and plays I, every single night. I love that. Then when Harden. they come up short, everyone's saying, well, he should have taken some games. And by the way, I'm Westbrook plays that. every night, too. Absolutely. Those guys, I love that about them. I still don't know whether or not that can work. The, 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 the Harden heavy part of the formula. Can that work in but, May but and June? You, but by the way, Patrick Beverly, who's going to be the great defender, has fouled out in well, all three games. He's fouled out in all three games. Doc's got some teaching against Houston. Points. Those guys Even lost Lou their Williams, composure last night. Matter, he, got, he got thrown out. And Doc said it. We lost our composure. Yeah. Well, he'll, I, I think they'll have it going yeah. forward. NBA you can use coming right now from Woj. You know that in-season tournament the NBA has proposed? The league is apparently floating the idea of paying the winning players a million dollars each. That's right. Frank, there was a time <laughs> when such a suggestion would have made us crazy. But now that the average NBA player makes $9 million per season, is this something that will motivate or incentivize the rank-and-file player? Money it will motivate them, first of all. You didn't think they were going to do it for free. They're not. Michael Wilbon goes on these speaking engagements. He's getting $50,000 per he's If not I had that much, I wouldn't see you or Kornheiser <laughs> Remember this, though, about the tournament. And when I first heard about it, I said, I don't like it. But to qualify... It's based on your division record, yeah. home and away against each team. So those are regular season games. When you're talking a million dollars, it's only going to be one team or two teams that play three extra games. So I did the math. It's $333,000 per win Is you're going to get. Is that going to motivate or incentivize Give guys at- making? Wait, remember. The talking- union is involved, though. That's the thing. Oh, okay, but wait a minute. Yes, and this is good. And it's necessary. And by the way, 23 teams have to approve it, too, yep. out of the 30 teams. But, Frank... We're talking about, in a lot of cases, guys making, as I we know. move on, upwards of $45 million in a season. So $333,000 is going to make them what? What about, what about numbers 8 through 15? 
Maybe they would be motivated for something like that. And See, what Adam Silver is doing, he knows that the NBA regular season is broken. He's trying I don't to alter. It's only three extra games, okay, Mike. And the, he's trying to different? start a tradition. Why? Maybe 10 years from now, it'll be a big thing to lift okay, that trophy. Why? What is going to make those games different, either on television only three. or in person? I don't care what's going to make them different. It's going to be in New Orleans, and Michael Wilbon is going to be there. Or it's going to be in Las Vegas. They're going to hold. That's where they'll hold the Final Four. It'll only be over three days. What about the other games? They just take your stats and they apply them what's going to make it different because you're winning a trophy that's what they that do makes in it Europe. different that's, for them but they the do viewer. that in europe for basketball they it's do it europe. for soccer it's going to be different no, my, my friend they're trying europe, something i remember asking one year about something that was going on in athens or barcelona and they said you know we know how we've wanted to live for the last four thousand yes. years it's you people you <laughs> youngsters in america are still trying to figure it out we're trying we're to still trying to figure it out but i don't think this does it it's only Three extra games for two teams. But you got to tell me why they're different. Not if there's more. Because you lift a trophy. Everybody wants to get a trophy. Orange slices. <laughs> for a million bucks, it's a it's, good orange slice. As long as I get the million bucks, exactly. I can see it being different. This next story about soccer. It might have crept into the rundown, even if Isola wasn't yeah. here. The FIFA president says he's intrigued by a proposal from the French Federation to hold the Women's World Cup every other year. Because the tournament is so much more developmental impact on women's soccer than worldwide club play. Men's World Cup would remain every four years. But women's soccer officials globally believe such a change could increase interest and energy and, of course, money for the game and for FIFA. Frank, you like this, don't you? It'll be more Megan Rapinoe for everybody. Everybody wants to see her more and more. You know what? First of all, it's a cash cow for FIFA. So if they're going to make all this money, they're going to give it to the players. It's great. Here's the thing about women's soccer. Now, I watch it. I watch Stanford beat North Carolina in the women's championship. So I watch the sport. But for a lot of people, women's soccer is just like swimming at the Olympics and gymnastics. It's a you watch it once every four years and then you, you know, then you move on. The club teams, especially in the United States, they don't really have it. No popularity. So, no. so why not maybe do it for eight years or one decade, play every other year? Because the Women's World Cup is a big deal. People get into it. The past World Cup was tremendous in France. But the more you see it, the less of a big deal it becomes. That's I'm, all, I'm not going to do it forever. Everything. How about for a decade? I, I, I like the trial portion that you're introducing to this. My first response to this is just no. No, 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 no. I want it to be special. I want this to be something you wait for and look for and, 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 yeah, and develop. A, you know what I mean? But we don't see but, it. That We don't see them enough, except for the Olympics, okay, so which isn't really more, that big of a deal But is it going to be too much more? Well, I, if so, why hasn't somebody decided to, 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 to stage the Olympics every other year? You know, ESPN has the Euro Championships in June, okay? So the Euro is a big yeah. tournament. That's with all the big countries. You have the Copa America was last year. So even men's soccer technically has a huge uh, tournament every two years. Sort of it's just world, by a different name. global involvement. Exactly. You're not watching it? The, we're, we're, you were here I'm in wa- the studio. No, 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 you were I'm not us. watching. I'm not going to lie. I'm not watching club soccer. What about in July? Women's World Cup. But I, I, I guess I watched World Cup. But how, keep, how big is France? Force U.S. feed it to what? me. Am I going to say, uh, what, what I'll about catch golf? It in two years. What about golf? President's Cup. President, I didn't watch the President's Cup. A lot of people did. It was good. I know. And I it was on at night, which was perfect. You do prime time. I still didn't watch. It. I too to much. <laughs> too much golf. All right. This show has an obligation to remind Wilbon once a month during the NFL season that his Chicago Bears traded up in the 2017 draft to select. Wait for it, Mitch Trubisky over. Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. I need reminding. Two quarterbacks who were named to the Pro Bowl in a year when Trubisky obviously has regressed. All right. We'll all be reminded 
of these indisputable facts again on Sunday when the Bears play the Chiefs in prime I'll time. Be fair. So let me ask you this, Mike. Could Trubisky change people's perception of him by beating the one and only Patrick Mahomes? Once that just, no, not for long. You, that night, the next day, when we overreact to everything the morning after an NFL game. But you want to change perceptions, next year get the Bears back to the playoffs. Yeah. Get them back to the playoffs. Threaten to meet Mahomes in the ultimate game in the Super Bowl, which is the only place you know they can meet in the playoffs. I, I, Trubisky had about four or five weeks where we were all infuriated. Yeah. He's played now for four or five weeks really well in my book. I think Trubisky can change the narrative. Um, and he doesn't have to just sort of be prolific, great quarterback in terms of passing stats. That's not what we care about in Chicago. If he can get the Bears back to the playoffs and get them to a Super Bowl, it will change the narrative. Are you? Is that a field pass or a luxury suite for you on Sunday? That's game? seat purchased. Thank okay, you very all right. Much. Just, just, just ask. In the cold. Now let's say this about Mitch Trubisky. Number one, he was injured this year, and he hasn't played that well. Are we just going to give up on really him injured. after three years? He wasn't really injured. I haven't given and, up on him. And here's another thing too: if you look at his playoff resume, Deshaun Watson has one playoff game. Yeah. Did not play well. Yeah. Interception. Trubisky team lost at home. Have one. Doesn't but did he drive his team Should've down the one. field? He was great position. in that game. Look, look, there you look. Go. You, you're preaching to the and choir. Patrick Mahomes is Listen, a different level. He's won a home playoff game. It was a penalty away from going to the Super Bowl. I have said on this show and tweeted, the bigger problem with the Chicago Bears this season was not the quarterback. It was the head coach. Yeah. Now, suddenly, late in the season, when it is too late, but it's okay, they seem to be much more in sync. And if that is the case, next year going forward, when they will not have a first-place schedule, they won't have a last place. Yeah. Either Detroit will have that. But they'll have a friendlier schedule. I'm fine with Trubisky as long as his coach wants to coach him yeah. and not Patrick Mahomes, who Matt Nagy had I, I, as a rookie. I told you we were getting huh? fired up. Now, here's the thing, though. Now, Trubisky, give him credit. He did say, I know for the rest of my career I'm going to be compared he to know, these guys. He also that. said, I would say I'm developing. Are you okay is, with that? Yes. He is developing. I think in the NFL they give up on coaches too soon and quarterbacks too soon. I, I think that's all true. Look, I like the way he was Trubisky has play, been trending. A kick away from advancing the last the few weeks, he's played well enough to be a playoff quarterback. Is he better than Rex Grossman, who got the Bears yeah. to a Super Bowl? Yes. I'd love him to be even somewhere between there and Jim McMahon. The Bears can do well and go deep in the playoffs with that formula. He doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes. But, he's not going to be Patrick yeah, Mahomes. But it makes you sick to your stomach when you see Patrick Mahomes. Pretty good. It's kind of tough sometimes watching him and Deshaun Watson. Let's take a break. But coming up, would you rather have Josh Allen or Tom Brady starting tomorrow? The producers <laughs> insist I tell you this is a serious question. And, yes. and how differently will we look at the Ravens if they lose to the Browns again? That's right. They actually lost to the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are a joke uh, this season. I kind of thought they would be. I did too. Mail time, people, where you send us questions. Tony, he didn't even care enough to show nope. up to answer them on our last show of the year. <laughs> let's get the first email, Frank. Let's see what it is. Tony rips the email. As I, I don't do that. Which quarterback would you rather have tomorrow, Josh Allen or Tom Brady? Can you repeat the question, please? Of course, it's Tom Brady. You know, the last time they played, the Patriots won 16-10. Poor Josh Allen that game. He got knocked out, threw three, uh, three interceptions, got sacked four times. This is about Brady and the Patriots getting ready for the playoffs. They want that bye and then the home game. I think Emmanuel Acho said this earlier on one of the shows. Maybe it was good I like that outfit he had on. Yeah, yeah. That... 
This is the, this is an insult to Tom Brady to ask this <laughs> question. You can't ask the question. You ask me the question. Don't get mad at me. Well, I want to take it out on somebody else. I, you, there's only one answer. The answer is Tom Brady. You, you have to see Tom Brady just be just flatline for a number of games. Do I expect that to happen at home this week? No. It was interesting to see Brady and Belichick look right into the camera. And just say, yeah, it is like a playoff game. This is the time of year where you need to go out and show that you are capable of a particular brand of play. I expect the Patriots to play up to that, don't you? I I do. And, you know, it's funny. Last year, they had to go on the road in the AFC Championship game and win, I I think, against a more dangerous team. It's not like they can't do it. It's still about getting that bye week, then a home game. Then you're in the AFC title. I think I miscredited, too. I think it was Vilma who said that. It was smart whoever said it. I'm sure it was Vilma. It was Vilma, so I'm stealing from him. If the Ravens lose to the Browns for a second time this season, will you look at the Ravens differently? Not really, because ever since that loss, they have won 10 in a row. By the way, Lamar Jackson, I know this has been his year. He's going to be the MVP of the league. Did you know that he's 18-3 and three as a starting it's a quarterback? Record. It's, it's, it's a amazing. Record. And that was the Browns. That was their highlight of the season. That's when Nick Chubb we had the 88-yard touchdown. Turn it all, and they did Exactly. I think it would say a lot more about the Browns if they were they could take, especially at home, beating them. I, I took this question seriously, and I started thinking back on teams that had greatness in them and some clunker losses they might have had. The Bulls team in 1996 yeah. that won 72 games and a championship, they lost to Tor- Toronto. expansion Toronto. Up in Sky Dome. And that was supposed to be yep. some sort of, oh, revelation. Oh, maybe this means it didn't yeah. mean Jack. But I do have a certain disdain for the Cleveland Browns, and it's less of the Browns than it is for the people who, who crowned them yeah. all winter and summer. So I don't think the Ravens are going to lose this game. I think they are basically motivated by things like revenge and even some things that appear petty to some people. I don't think they're going to lose. Yeah, and I, I still think they want that number one seed. You could tell the Browns are completely messed up right now. They are. But that win for them, that's the high water was a big deal. Them. That was a, that was a right. big Last moment. One. Last email. Who do you see making it to the college football Oh, title game. We, we're looking ahead here because we yeah. are we're we're gone. We're not going to be around on the 28th of December when they play these games. You're going to be with Kornheiser playing golf in the ice. So yeah, there we go. Be? Exactly. LSU versus Oklahoma, Ohio State versus Clemson. Who's advancing? You know, Clemson, to me, they're the team and their head coach, Davo Sweeney. He loves to play the underdog role, loves to be, you know, like uh, Nick Saban. Everyone's out to get us. I have a funny feeling they're going to get to that game. But LSU, talk about whose year it could be. They've gone on the road. They beat Alabama. They beat Georgia in Atlanta. I think it's going to be LSU, Clemson, and then watch out for Clemson. This is going to be an upset in one of these two games. And the the thing is to figure out where it is. I think Ohio State's the best of the four. And I've thought that for about the last six or seven weeks. Better than LSU. Better than LSU. They've had some good wins. So I'm going to take as much as I completely respect Dabo and Clemson. And I do want them in. Yep. But I'm going to take Ohio State in that game, and I'm going to double down. I'm going to take Oklahoma. Whoa. OSU LSU versus OU. In a sort of but 48 to 38 and, game. And you know what? In that And you know what would work with that game? Jalen Hurts would be in the national championship game. That'd be pretty You would get an Alabama quarterback there, but not the one we not expected. Not the one we thought it was going to yep. be. Thanks. Bingo. For your email. Let's take one last break. But still to come, the Jaguars turn back time just a day after dumping Tom Coughlin. And the Raptors suddenly find themselves in a world of hurt. Everyone hurt. We're at that point in the NBA season, you know, where we're closer to half the season gone than most people think. 
time to get happy, people. Happy 21st birthday, Kylian Mbappe. Who has it better so far than this kid? Not only did he star for the world champion, World Cup champion French side, but he became just the second teenager in history to score in the final. The other one? <laughs> no, not Messi. Pelé. Mbappe also plays for Paris Saint-Germain, which is currently in first place in League One. Makes $20 million a oh, year. Yeah. Go ahead, pick out a gift for him. Frank. He's got everything going for him. By the way, in June, he scored his 100th goal for club and country. And when he and Pele tweeted him, he said, welcome to the club. Teenager to score in the World Cup. Pretty good. Happy anniversary, Big Ben Roethlisberger on this day 10 years ago. You threw for 503 yards and three touchdowns and won the game on the final play with the third of those passes to beat the Packers. This season has been far less interesting without Ben than it would have been with him. Roethlisberger with two Super Bowls won is the most underappreciated quarterback of his era. I blame Kornheiser. By the way, he said he's not going to shave until he can throw again. That year might get long. I'm not shaving until I replace Tony again. Happy trails to a bunch of Raptors. Mark Gasol will miss weeks with a hamstring strain. Norman Powell is out indefinitely with a shoulder injury. And Pascal Siakam, for my money, the league's most improved player to this point, is out indefinitely with a stretch growing. Ouch. The Raptors after Miami and Dallas might be the league's most pleasant surprise in that they lost Kawhi Leonard but kept much of their swagger. And that city wanted a Christmas Day game. They get one. Their players were all hurt. I know. No errors today, so let's run through the big finish. Julian Edelman tells the Boston Herald Spygate 2.0 is pretty much a joke. You agree? He's right. Much ado about nothing after firing Tom Coughlin. The Jaguars moved all their clocks back to normal time from five minutes ahead. Your thoughts? That's pretty cool. It's actually a tribute, isn't it? It's a tribute. It's kind of mean, I think. The Giants will start Daniel Jones instead of Eli against the Redskins. Smart choice. Eli had his moment last week at the Meadowlands, yeah. rode up into the sunset. It's not him up. Chance the Rapper, your guy, will yeah. perform at the NBA All-Star Game in Chicago, your city. I'm good with a good choice. Common. I like to see Jennifer Hudson and Shaka Khan, too. And Kanye with Homecoming, I'm just saying. Such Tropical Smoothie dropper. Cafe Frisco Bowl, whatever that is tonight, Utah State or Kent State. I'm going to go Kent State 6-6 six and six and got the bowl game. Well, that's pretty good. We're out of time. Thanks for watching. I'm Frank Isola. And I'm Mike Wilbon. We are off until January 2nd, Knucklehead.